What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. This is Real Reality Realness with Brian K. James, the podcast where I, your host, Brian, interview figures in music, reality TV, and pop culture about their lives, their perspectives, and their platforms. Join me five days a week as I get to know some of my favorite people through their points of view and their journeys to their personal greatness. Lock in while I clock in, because we are about to get into it. Alrighty, welcome and welcome back to the show. This is Real Reality Realness. I am Brian K. James, and I put the mess in the message. I am so excited to have this person on the show today. They are a dope recording artist whose mixtape, Sincerely Dawn, was just released on January 11th, and I cannot wait to get to know them better. Ladies, gentlemen, and every gender or lack thereof in between, join me in welcoming to the show, Black Dan Dawn. Black Dan the, the Dawn. Excuse me. Black Dean the Dog, yeah. There we go. I have <laughs> worse trouble with names. My apologies. How are you doing? It's all good. I'm great. I'm doing pretty good today. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Of course. What are you most looking forward to from this year? Elevation, for real, for real. Um, so right now, I'm just loading with my music. And after that, I'm... As I'm in school right now, I'm loading my music. And then this summer, I'm working on just promoting, promoting, promoting. Because I just want to, like, keep seeing my numbers grow. Because after this first or first mixtape, um, I gained a lot of new fans, new supporters. So I'm just happy to see how far I can take it. For sure. That's awesome. What are you most looking forward to leaving behind in 2022? Negative energy, honestly. Um, and I feel like I, that was something I had to work on a lot. And that's like pretty much where the concept of this project came from. Just leaving the, leaving behind like all like the negative energy, any negative people in my life. Um, so now coming into this year, which is all positivity and just getting my mental right from last year. So now I'm ready to go. For sure, I love that. So for the people who don't know, could you tell my audience who is Blackbeard? Blackbeard is me. I'm Blackbeard the Don. Um, I'm a rapper from New Jersey, South Jersey specifically. Um, I'm 19, college student as well. Um, yeah, brand new artist from Jersey. Nice. I love that. When did you discover music? Um, so rap music specifically around like the age of 10, because I'm a pastor's kid. So growing up, I had to, I could only listen to gospel music, whatever. Um, so that's all I knew. But then my siblings were older than me. So they always had their little radio in their room. And I would like listen to them go something over there. But anything other than that was like, I had to listen to like um, gospel or like 
kids remixes of like songs and stuff like that. So that's pretty much when I discovered it for myself, like listening. But um, for myself, like becoming an artist, I guess, um, I was around like 13. Okay, nice. So how did you land on your stage name? So it was actually, so Black Bean was my first name. It was straight Black Bean, um, which is Black and Indian. Mm -hmm. So that was that. And I had that since I was in middle school. So it was just something that just kind of carried through. Like everybody around me knew, like Black Bean. Okay, so it was like, cool. And then the Don. Um, so my first single that I ever released was called The Don. Mm -hmm. And my photographer that shot my um, cover art for that, um, he was like, I like the Don, like that just, it fits you. And then it's a part of your name too, because my real name is Brandon. So mm -hmm. D-O-N at the end, it just made sense. And then um, after I dropped the song, it was like a little, you know when the first part or first song drops, so I'm getting a little extra energy from the people around me at school. And it was all like, yeah, done, 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 done. So it just kind of stuck after that. That's tight, that's tight. Describe for me the moment that you knew you were talented. Um. So, okay. I feel like I always kind of like had like some belief in myself from the beginning. Um, but listening back, it was not there. <laughs> but I feel like I really gained confidence and I was like, I can do this for real. Um, right before I dropped my last, my first project ever. My first EP was called Keep the Player. Um, it took a long time for me to gain confidence to drop music, period. Because I was making music since I was 13. And then I didn't drop until I was 17. That first, when I dropped that first little snippet on my Snapchat, like just playing around, whatever. Everybody was like, oh, I like this, I like this, I like this. I was like, all right, maybe I can do this for it. And that's when I kind of started getting the confidence with music. And then I dropped the first single, which was The Dawn. Nice, I love that. What do you think was the hesitation for you between 13 and 17 in deciding to drop music? Um, so at first, like music to me wasn't super serious. Like when I was 13, 14, I didn't think I wanted to be like the biggest rapper. I just was having fun with it. Um, and then when I started like really liking it, I didn't decide to drop because I felt like it was something for me that I was having fun with and I didn't want to deal with outside opinions, like messing up something that I was enjoying. So even as a young kid, I was just like, I'm gonna just keep this for me for that point. And then when I was 17, I was finding like, all right, I got people that actually believe me, people that say like, this might work. So I just kind of put it to the side and put with it. You're, you and me. Sorry about that. Um, so if you had to um, decide between, or say between your dreams being nurtured growing up and you being your own cheerleader, which would you say your experience lean more towards? Um, so it's kind of funny because like it just depended on what it was. So like at first I told you like, I didn't really care to have music be like, my big thing it was always like sports like i did track growing up um like starting in middle school and, and around that age i was doing like football too 
So like when it came to stuff like that, and I was also like drawing, I was always like a writer. So all that stuff that like, they were always supportive, supportive of. But like with music, I kept that to myself. Like I didn't want to share it because um, I was just scared. Because like I said, I was, I'm a pastor's kid. And like, we didn't grow up like that. But we didn't grow up being able to listen to music like that. So um, I kind of hit it until my first project. And then I realized that they were supporting that too. Like my dad's the first person to listen to all my songs. Oh, that's awesome. So what were your first 16 bars about? My first 16? Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I just think like, no, but I'm not saying it. That's embarrassing. Um, <laughs> the song was actually called Fly Away. <laughs> um, the first song I recorded, actually. The first song I wrote, I can't tell you that because I wouldn't even remember. But the first song I wrote and recorded, um, was called Flyway. It was embarrassing as hell. Um, yeah, it doesn't need to be talked about. <laughs> that is too funny. Oh my gosh. So, uh, okay, so coming off of the first 16, tell me about your writing process then. How do you go about pinning your hits today? Okay. Um, so like it really depends like starting this project um it was just really a therapeutic process for me so like making music and the start of this project i was feeling like i didn't care about like who liked the music or whatever i just wanted to get my feelings up because writing has always been something else therapeutic and like close to my heart so before it was even music i was writing poetry i was writing like stories whatever so now when it's when I was making this project, I had to like get back into a space where I'm actually talking about my feelings. So if you listen to the project and you hear like the songs like Dear Don, Sincerely Don, To My Ex, um, One Thing About Me, like, and more on the project, um, they're like really my story. They're like really personal. Um, so that's how I start my writing process most of the time. Like it's usually something I'm going through or I've been thinking about for a while, so I'm just getting it on paper. Um, but other times, like when I have songs like Ride or um, Number Trouble or About the Money, it's just fun. Like I hear the beat and I'm, I just vibe. Nice, I love that. So to this point in your career, what's the realest thing you've written so far? Um, so I feel like it's between, like personally, I feel like it's between Dare Don and Sincerely Don. Um, I love those two. Um, I feel like equally, like Dear Don, or then there's also a song called Just My Luck off my first EP, but I'm not gonna put that as one of the top two just because it's older and I'm growing more. But um, Dear Don, I talked about some like personal stuff on there. Um, I didn't go too in detail because like I'm still like, I'm scratching the surface, I'm still getting comfortable with it. But um, I talked about some things that I haven't like shared before, especially not the music. Um, and then Sincerely Don was like, that's really where my mindset's at right now. Like, that's exactly how I feel about life, period. Yeah. Okay. I love that. So who is in Black Dean's top five? All right. <clears throat> so rap or like music in general? I'll let you choose. All right, so if we go on music in general, all right. 
So Kehlani is my favorite artist. Like, it's Kehlani. Run all the time. Um, I love Bryson Tiller. Um, okay, Beyonce. But Beyonce is like, she's she got to be number one. But like, I love Kehlani. So it's like, <laughs> um, Kehlani, Beyonce, what else did I say? Bryson Tiller. Mm-hmm. I would say Drake. And I would say Nikki. Okay. But top five is hard. That's real hard. That's hard. But got it. Okay, we'll roll with that. What are your thoughts on the current state of hip hop? Um, honestly, like I was writing something the other day, and it's like, cause I be playing around when I'm writing. So usually, usually I'm like freestyling stuff, like, and I'm just recording on my phone. But I'm not like actually like in the mode where I'm writing music. But um. I was saying something about like how, like with at least male rap, I feel like with female rap, um, the music, like I feel like it's more to it and they they have to be more versatile. But with the guys in rap, it's like, it's always the same thing about them. Can I cuss? Yeah, please. It's, like, it's always the same thing about them, like fucking off a of perk or like some shit like that. So it, it gets boring sometimes. I mean, but I'm still vibe to it, you know? But I'm saying, like, I wish there was more depth to it without having to be so conscious either. Like, because I enjoy like the the fun party songs too. But hearing it this other time and nobody saying nothing is a little crazy. But I enjoy it. But I feel like it could use a lot more for sure. A lot All more right. versatility. Okay, that makes sense. So, can you describe for me the moment that you'll feel that you've made it as an artist? Can you hear me? Now I can. Can you hear me okay? Okay. Okay, cool. Okay. Uh, I'm just hoping this Wi-Fi don't... I can hear you, yeah. Okay, cool. Can you describe for me the moment that you feel you've made it as an artist? Um, so I don't feel like I made it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like... I'm, I feel like I can tell you that moment where I feel like I'm growing because I don't feel like I made it yet for sure. Like I'm still a small artist, still a brand new artist. So it's still a lot more for the, a lot more for me to go. But um, this, when I dropped my last project, Sincerely Don, Sincerely Don, um, it hit 5,000 streams in a week. And that's not something that I was prepared for. I was expecting like a couple hundred, maybe a thousand, but 5,000 streams in one week was a lot to me personally because I wasn't expecting it. I don't drop as often as other artists. So I was just really excited for that. That's freaking awesome. Congrats. Thank you. Of course. What do you feel like music is missing right now? Me? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But in all honesty, I feel like I feel like it's missing a lot more versatility because like I said for like on the guys and for the most part because I feel like the girls are dominating for the music right now for sure but I feel like on the guys end, we're missing like the versatility I feel like you're getting the same sound or the same two sounds from 
most of the guy artists. Or if you're listening to the album, you're hearing the same shit from every other album because they got the same features. Like it's it's all the same. It's missing a lot of different stuff, you know? Absolutely. I totally feel you on that. Have you ever heard of the game This or That? Yeah, I have. Okay, sweet. Do you want to play with me? Of course. You rather buy jewelry or buy property? Right now? Jewelry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Right now, jewelry. Get your body done or stay natural? Natural. Nice. Sign to a label or stay indie? Label. Okay. Do you prefer lyricism or talking shit? You said lyricism? Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> um, I feel like for the on the most part, just regular listening to music, talking shit. I feel like that do it for me well. Okay. Would you rather get a rapper for the feature or get a singer? Right now, I need some singers, but a rapper. Okay, I dig that. Be in a group or stay a solo artist? Solo. <laughs> Zero thought about that, huh? No thought. Go on tour or or have a residency? Tour. Okay. Do a sexy video or do a serious video? <laughs> um. <laughs> sexy. What? Why is that funny? <laughs> because I'm trying to think, like, because I'm trying to play my music videos out right now. So, like, what I'm thinking about it, it's kind of funny. <laughs> Stay tuned, children. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather win a Grammy or win a BET award? Like, critically acclaimed, like, Grammy. That's called Raise My Numbers. But, like, I also, like, I would love for my first award to be BET. Like, mm. that would mean okay. a lot. I love that. First single off of your off of your major label debut album, right? Do you want to have a feature on it or release a solo record? Mm. Now, if I feel like I feel like if I got the label's attention and support, and they giving me the money, yeah, I'm getting a feature. For sure. Love that. Do you prefer doing a mixtape with all original music or a old school Jack and for Beats tape? My own music. Only because I'm so new that I want everybody to hear different sides of me. And only me, I don't want them to be thinking about anything else. For sure, okay. Release an album or release an EP? I prefer my favorite artist release an album, but me, I'm not releasing no album right now. It's an EP. <laughs> okay, I fucks with that. For your first single, would you rather release a turn up song or an emotional song? Turn up, 
But you want to know something crazy? This first single was not like that. Like I didn't think. So my first single from this project was to my ex, and I just posted on uh, TikTok right before um, the year was about to end. And I thought I wasn't going to do anything, but ended up being like the best video I posted with my music on there. Um, so that song did really well, and it gave me gave me a lot of um, new fans or supporters. But, yeah. but I do prefer a turn up song. <laughs> I dig that. So, what has been your proudest moment as an artist so far? Um, definitely the um, 5K in one week thing. That was big for me. For me personally, yeah. yeah. So, okay. So, what do you think has been the best song that you've released to this point? Ah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Pick um, a favorite child, damn it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's hard. That's hard. All right. Damn. Damn. All right. So we're definitely going to be off this project. Mm. All right. I'm going to just go with GOMO. GOMO for today. Good on my own. That's the fourth song on this project. Sincerely, you know. Okay. Is there any specific reason why? Um, Because that's the one time. Well, first of all, I recorded that song as part of my first draft of the project like a year ago. But um, I didn't come back to it till like a week before or two weeks before I was about to drop the project. Mm-hmm. So um, when I, I just kept listening to it back because it was always a demo. Like I never fully recorded it, but um, I always loved the demo. But when mm-hmm. I went back into it to finish the song at the end, um, I just loved how like raw it felt. Like it's not, um, like it's no fluff in that song. Like that, all that song is literally my experience. Like the first verse is about an ex, second verse is about like a fellow friendship. Um, listen to it, it matches up perfectly with the hook. It just, I just loved it. Um, so what are you working on now that we should be looking forward to? So, I'm in the middle of like deciding whether I want to drop a deluxe or I want to drop like another EP. Um, but either way, it's going to be a single or two before I choose another one. Because um, I just know I want to put more music out, I want more content out um, this year. Like that was only just like scratching the surface for me. Like um, I'm really excited for what Sincerely Don did. So I just want to keep my working going. But at least some singles for sure. But hopefully another EP or at the very least um deluxe. Okay. I love that. Looking forward to it. Um, if you could remake a classic song, what would it be and why? Oh. <laughs> um it would probably be and <laughs> you know what I've been saying? I've been saying I wanna either do Hot in here, pretty boy swag, or what's your fantasy? Um, ludicrous. Okay. And, My vote. Huh? My vote is for ludicrous. Okay, but see, listen, Dream Doll <laughs> just did it. Dream Doll just did it. 
Dream Doll just did it. And I heard it, I was like, dang. Like, I was like, she did. She absolutely did. And she killed it too. But um, I feel like that's still on my list. But like, if I do it, I wouldn't do it the same way I did it before and then. Like, I gotta change everything. Like, it's not gonna be like a remake no more if I were to sing what I saw. But yeah. Okay, I'll fuck with that. Is there a song that you wish you wrote? I'm gonna just go with the itty bitty piggy, right? Damn. Don't say with the pen, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's different. Not to be fucked with, you know what I'm saying? I fuck with that, absolutely. I love that. Okay. So, who's an artist that's no longer living that you wish you would have gotten to work with before they passed? PB. And that's crazy, like, growing, growing up, at least where I'm from, um, like, that's all we listened to. Like, in 2016, it was always PNB, and then it was Fetty Wap. Like, those were people, like, and it's crazy that he's going so young. But, yeah. Absolutely. I love that. Is there, an, is there a legend that's still living that if you had the opportunity, you'd like to pay a live tribute to? Ooh, live tribute. Oh, Ludacris. Nice. What will be the song? I feel like, you know, it would be so cool, like a My Chick Bad type moment. Mm. It's like, who's doing the other verses, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I feel like I love that song. Um, Pimping All Around the World. He got a lot. He got a lot. But those He's babe, for sure. I love that. Who's an artist that's still living that you have to work with before you retire? A lot of them. Damn. What's that? Okay. You, you have surprising answers. But then <laughs> I but then I keep remembering that you're 19 and I'm like, oh yeah, not that surprising. Love that. <laughs> You make me so old. I love that. that (laughs) (laughs) If somebody came and dropped a bag on you and said that you can put together your dream tour and you can take any artist out on the road with you, who are the artists that you're putting those phone calls out to? Okay. So we're going to sell out. So we got Beyonce. We're already selling out. It's crazy. Um... How many people can I have? Um, I'll give you five. All right, so five. So Beyonce is the headliner for sure. Mm-hmm. But you know, if Beyonce there, I'ma just I'ma just open up. I'ma just open up. You know, it's nothing. Okay. Um, okay. Then we gonna have Kaylani there for sure. We got Drake there, and we got Nicki. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, who'd I say? Beyonce, Drake, Nikki. Kehlani. No. All right. Kehlani might not be at this one. Because we might have to go big three. We have to go Beyonce, then big three. And then me. Yeah. 
I'm gonna see Tanya. How serious this is for you? This is so cute. You are like, wait a minute. Life and death decisions are being made here. Nobody talk. <laughs> Everybody shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, literally. <laughs> that is awesome. In your opinion, what makes a perfect song? Um, I don't think there's really like a formula. I just feel like it's all about how it feels. Um, Cause I don't know, like there's perfect songs in like all different genres. Um, songs that I might think are perfect that other people won't. But I just feel like it's all about how the song makes somebody feel. Like if that song can move somebody in some way, I feel like it's a perfect song for them or for me, whoever it's for. I love that, okay. So how will Black Dan's music change the industry? I feel like where I want to go with it, I don't want to just be like one style of rap. Like, like I said, I've been saying, like I feel like rap is getting to like, well, male rap, I'm gonna say, it's just getting to the one spot and that's how they going with So um, for me, I want to take you past there. Like I want to go into different genres, do different features. And, I want to perform. I want to learn how to perform, perform. Like I want to put on show. Like I want to be the biggest I can possibly be. Okay. Is there a performer out right now that whose stage show you would like to follow in the steps in? So I've been on, I've been on two shows so far in my life. Kehlani and Lotto. <laughs> I'm going to Beyonce this summer. But, um, you are going to that renaissance tour. <laughs> sure. Um, love that. Beyonce, you said, wait, say it again. I was saying, um, who is an artist whose live performance, stage presence, live show type of vibe would you like to follow in the steps of as far as like not necessarily be like them as a performer, but who inspires you as a performer? Okay. So yeah, I'm gonna go with Beyonce for sure. Um, I haven't seen Kendrick perform a lot, but every time I do see like clips of his performances, it just makes sense why everybody's like such a big fan of seeing him perform. Um, yeah, those are two that really stand out. But um, Kehlani and Lotto, don't cut them no sight either. They, they like that when they perform it. Like I love seeing, I love seeing both of their performances. Kehlani's was crazy in Philly, and so was Lotto's. It was just, and it was just like a first for both for me because it was an R&B concert and a rap concert. But the energy at both of them was just insane. Like, Let's go. Yeah. I love that. So, without thinking too hard about it, what do you fear more? Success or failure? Failure. Tell me why. Um, I don't want to let people down. Mm-hmm. And now I'm, I'm kind of getting out of that mindset of like feeling like I have to prove something to somebody else. But at the same time, I feel like I don't want to let myself down. Like I feel like I have goals for myself that I want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I'm just scared that I'm not scared. I got confidence. But, um, for lack of a better word, I'm scared that it won't but, yeah. Okay, I'm fucked with that. So what about life or death? Which scares you more? Death. Not for me, though. 
for like the people I love. Ah, okay. Come on, selfless. I love that for you. Do you think you found yourself yet? I feel like I'm finding myself. <laughs> I feel like I'm always going to be constantly like evolving and changing as time goes on. Um, I feel like right now I'm at a place where I'm comfortable. I feel safe with myself. So I feel like I'm happy with where I'm at now, but I feel like I'm always going to be constantly changing evolving. as I'm getting older. I'm only 19. So it's, it's more to come. Absolutely. What does the person you've become so far tell your younger self in retrospect? So what did Black Dean today at 19 tell Black Dean at 13 when he first started making music? Sincerely, not. Listen to the project. <laughs> um, I'm kidding, but um, that's literally what the project was. It's literally a letter from myself to my whole self. So, um, um, <laughs> so yeah, I would literally just tell myself, um, music-wise, but music-wise to just like keep going, you know, like it's going to get better. It's going to, you're going to attract this fan base and you're going to like have, um, what's the word? You're going to have an audience that wants to hear more from you. So keep going, like keep pushing. Um, but like, even outside of that, like I was never like a kid with a whole bunch of confidence. like. I was always just there, a part of something, but I was never the kid with like the confidence to be like, yeah, I got this, like I'm him, like I can do it. I was always that one that was just on the side, like I'll do it if you do it. So I would tell myself like, you bigger than what you think you are. Like, and where you feel like you're scared of your success, people are as scared of you reaching that success as you are. So you got this, like it's nothing to be afraid of. You just gotta keep pushing. But. Okay, I love that. So in that thought process, what do you want your stamp on the music industry to be? Um, so specifically, like for music, I really, I wanna get a whole bunch of vibes out there. Like I want something, I want for people to be able to say, I felt him when he said, da -da -da -da, or I, I needed to hear this at this point in my life because I needed, whether it was to turn up or whether they needed to get into like a positive headspace and they heard my song and that helped. Like that's what I want um, by the time I'm done with the music stuff. Like I don't want to just drop music and like, oh, that was nice or that was good or, or he got bars. Like there's a lot of people that can rap, but I want to be able to make music that actually people feel and it moves them and they, that thought when they heard it, it stays in their head. You're muted. <laughs> You're muted. Yeah, I think that that's a beautiful way to think about it because I think that you, you have a thought process that's not necessarily focused around success or accolades or things like that. I think you're focused on impacting an audience. And I think that's one of the main things that projects longevity onto people. So you're definitely on the right track. Please stay where you're at in that thought. Because <laughs> you're going to change the world like that. Thank you. Of course. Um, what keeps you up at night? I don't be sleeping at all. I've been eating melatonin. But... <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But um, but keep seeing me up. I would literally say, like my answer to that is just like not reaching like my goals. So like, there's been so many times where I'm just like up thinking like, because I do more than music right now. It's so, like right now I'm a D1 athlete in college. So like I'm also juggling like trying to keep like as high to a four point as possible and trying to be eligible to compete um, collegiately and then being as big as I can possibly be in music. Um, so it's just like not reaching my goals is the one thing that um, keeps me up. But it's usually not in a negative aspect. It's usually like what I got to do to reach those goals. Like I'll watch videos, tutorials, or I'll watch interviews. Like how do I get this done so I can reach this aspect of my life? Nice. I appreciate your ambition. It's very awesome. Thank you. For sure. How do you want to be remembered as a person overall? Um, so I just, I try my best to bring positive positivity into everybody's life. And that's like, if you knew me before, it's like, what is he talking about? But like, I've grown so much as a person um, that it's like, I, I learned that that's what I want to bring into people's life. I don't care about like the, anything negative. Like I don't want that around. So I always try to, when I go into a room, I try to lighten it up as much as possible. Whether it's just cracking a smile at somebody that needs it or, you know, giving somebody wise words. Like I want to remember that that person. Like even when I'm done making music and I reach all my accolades, I want to be one to like reach back to a new artist and be like, yo, I can help you out with this or, um, here's some advice on what to do, stuff like that. Nice. I just want that positive light for somebody. I love that. It's really awesome. Okay, so how are you protecting your peace and preserving your sanity nowadays? So I'm learning how to say no. Um, that's been like hard for me because like I really feel like I've been a people pleaser for most of my life. Um, so learning how to just say like no and just taking time to myself like whether it's because I'm stressed out because I got homework classes whatever and y'all want me to go out at eight and I can't get a good nap in between then I gotta say no because I'm not going to be with it at the time so like literally that's been the biggest thing just learning how to say no that's protecting my peace right there and not trying to make everybody else happy nice I love that Okay, so is there anything that you would like to share with my audience and I that I didn't cover in our conversation today? Um, um, I'm gonna just say, stream the project, it's more to come. Um, I also have a feature out right now with Asan. I don't know if you guys know who that is, but his name is AES. A-E-S-O-N, yes, a song um, featuring me. It's called My Heart Go. It's my first R&B feature I've ever done. Um, I love it. The song hit 10K in about two weeks, I think. So, you know, reclining, be going up. But, yeah. Congratulations, that's awesome. Thank you. Absolutely. My last questions for you are, what's next for you? And where can we find you and all the things that you want to promote? like the new project, for example. 
Um, so what's next for me? So right now I'm like I was saying, whoa, I keep stuttering. It's crazy. Um, like I've been saying during this interview, like right now I'm looking to work on like music videos. So music videos are definitely coming from from this project because I didn't do any for the first EP player. Um, this one I'm definitely doing some. Um, I'm definitely going to be doing working on more music so I can decide to release a deluxe or release um, a new EP. Um, that's going to be decided soon. Um, but I definitely want to drop a single soon. I'm still deciding which one I want. It's like I got a few that I'm balancing right now, but I think I know. But we all see. But, and where you can find me, I'm Black Dina Don on everything on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Instagram. I said that. I think so. <laughs> um, you can find me everywhere, Black Dina Don. B L A C D I A N T H E D O N, no spaces. Okay. Well, on that note, children, that has been our show. I appreciate every single one of you guys for tuning in to help me to facilitate this conversation. And I want to extend a special, special thank you to my guest, Black D and the Dawn, for blessing the podcast today. Thank you so First, much for having me. Of course. I appreciate you so much. Make sure you come back anytime. You're a friend of the show now. So when you have new music, you fuck around and join a reality show, graduate, <laughs> even. I'll be here. Come back anytime. Of course. Won't forget this. My first interview. Thank you so much. Oh my God. Thank you for the opportunity. That's awesome. Thank you for trusting me with your story. Of course. It means a lot to me. Now, with that being said, I want to remind all of you guys out there to be real, stay in reality, and always, always bring the realness. I am Brian K. James. This has been Real Reality Realness. And until next time, I love all of you guys from the bottom of my green heart emoji. Keep the mess in the message and misbehave yourselves. Peace. Bye, guys. What's going on, everybody? Brian K. James here, and I'm so excited to let you know that this podcast is being brought to you in part by Outlander Media Network. Outlander's mission is to bring you the most exclusive alternative content from across the web, from the farthest reaches invading your space. We appreciate every single one of you guys for tuning in and never want you to forget to embrace your inner Outlander. I am Brian K. James, and this is Real Reality Realness.